0: Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, May 8th, 2020, the 75th anniversary of VE Day, or victory in Europe Day. VE Day is a national holiday in Great Britain as the British people pause for one day to celebrate the defeat of Nazi Germany now 75 years ago. Today's report, however, will discuss the virus, not the Germans the invisible enemy against which the whole world makes war today, not the visible enemy of World War II. For the Castle family, this is day 49, or seven weeks of quarantine, 49 days without any other human contact. The family daughter remains safe on a small island at the bottom of the world with no flights in or out of the island for who knows how long. Last week's Castle report provoked one of my faithful listeners to accuse me of hypocrisy in the comment section. So I thought I'll address his inquiry right now. His comment was partially in jest, but also serious. He pointed out that I favor reopening the economy for others, but I remain in quarantine. What kind of ex-Marine Constitution Party member is that, he wonders. You tell us to do one thing, but you do another. I recognize a certain degree of hypocrisy in my position, but as I pointed out to the gentleman, both my wife and I are over 65. We have a law firm with many employees for whom we feel a certain responsibility. We therefore transferred the employees to work-from-home status until it is acceptable to reopen according to our local governing authority in addition My daughter encourages me each night by video to stay in, stay safe, she says. Finally, I suppose it's like the old Arab proverb, I trust God, but I still tether my camel each night. For emphasis, I will quote a gentleman from the news site, The Rundown. I favor opening, but since I have several risk factors in addition to advanced age, I will endeavor to be careful because I don't think that I would survive if I'm infected with COVID-19. That said, I want my country and my community to survive. We should all be careful, but we should open and not kill the country. End quote, That is not my situation exactly, but it does make my point. Another subscriber to the same site, quote, I am obeying the stay-at-home order. I only go out for medication and food, so I'm doing as told. And if I'm correct, the airlines plan to get federal money for their problems. I have no idea where my stimulus check is. Personally, I'm not going to rebound from this situation easily. I'm probably not the only one, end quote. Well, no, my friend, you're not the only one. You are indeed in good company. The economic cost of the lockdown will be devastating for many, perhaps permanent, both economically and medically, US private payrolls dropped 20.2 million in April, the most extreme drop since the Great Depression. I have little doubt that many companies, many industries will be permanently destroyed or at least permanently affected. Last Tuesday, Hertz Corporation announced that it has hired a company to help it plan for a Chapter 11 filing. That is the proper tactic. For a company that depends on travel, there is no travel for months, perhaps a year. What is it to do with billions of dollars of debt, no revenue except to seek protection? In Chapter 11, how many cars does Hearst operate each day? How many cars does it buy each year? What happens to the car and truck industry if all that activity suddenly stopped permanently? Many industries already in trouble are being pushed over the edge by the lockdown. Retail has been and is been devastated, perhaps permanently. Retail giant J. Crew just announced its liquidation bankruptcy filing in high-end. Retailer Neiman Marcus just filed for Chapter 11 protection and reorganization. According to the trade publications that I read each day, many companies are avoiding Chapter 11 because they do not have the financial ability to organize, to reorganize. If they were to seek Chapter 11 protection, they could not escape and would end in Chapter 7, liquidation, so they struggle on. That's called being so broke you can't even file for bankruptcy. How is the federal government going to bail out the retail industry? The answer is that it can't, because people may never go back to the malls to spend on credit, accumulate unpayable debt. This whole consumption-based credit-backed house of cards upon which this society rests could be about to crumble there are many other industries whose troubles are in danger of becoming permanent. Look at the airlines and the entire travel industry. Overseas travel is now practically non existent. That means reduced demand for pilots, crew members, reduced airport staff, rental cars, their staffs, merchandise, food sales at airports, all over the world. If the information provided recently by several doctors turns out to be true, then all this economic devastation, not to mention the enormous human cost will have been unnecessary. That would be a charitable word to describe what could better be described as an accusation of manslaughter on a mass scale for profit. I've been following the work of Dr. Dan Erickson, an emergency medicine physician and researcher from California, as well as Dr. Judy Mikovits, a scientist formerly with the National Cancer Institute, I strongly advise everyone listening to me to investigate their work. If Google, YouTube will allow you to do so, Dr. Erickson owns a few urgent care clinics in California, especially in the county where Bakersfield is located. When asked by local media for his results, he invited them to a press conference, which was recorded. Put out on YouTube, he gave statistics and results from roughly 6,000 COVID-19 tests he has conducted. And he also gave his conclusions about those tests. YouTube quickly took down his video because YouTube only allows the official narrative to be seen. But before they were able to take it down, 12 million people around the world had seen it. What is wrong with allowing Dr. Erickson to express his opinion about whether the lockdown was a mistake or not? I saw his original video. Then I saw an interview done by Sebastian Gorka for his podcast. The interview was taken down within 24 hours. But Mr. Gorka says he will keep trying to get the information that Dr. Erickson has out to the public. During the interview, Dr. Erickson compared the mortality numbers for Sweden, a country without lockdown, and for Great Britain, a country completely locked down. Sweden has a death rate of 245 per 1 million population. Great Britain has a death rate of 360 per 1 million population. He also mentioned that many doctors from around the country have told him they have been pressured to list COVID-19 as a cause of death. Why would the system, the hospital, pressure a doctor to list a cause of death other than what he thinks it is or when he doesn't know what it is? For one thing, they are paid by the federal government $13,000 for a hospitalized COVID-19 patient, $37,000 for a hospitalized COVID-19 patient who is placed on a ventilator, Even if the ventilated patients fail to survive 88% of the time, why should we, the American people, be denied the privilege of hearing the evidence and research conclusions of these doctors? Many reasons, I suppose. But one of the main reasons is that we do not have reporters anymore, not many anyway. Instead of reporters, we have commentators. Instead of researching and reporting on the truth as they are able to discover it, they simply spout out the accepted and official narrative. They are, by their own admission and by their voting patterns, always biased so they no longer investigate and report the news. We get the propaganda of their agenda since their agenda has driven them since at least journalism school. Unless they adhere to that agenda faithfully, they will not be hired and they will not stay hired. There seems to be a concerted effort among the tech giants such as Google, YouTube, same company now, also Facebook and Twitter to suppress any search for the truth, resisting any information except the official narrative as it reflects their own political agenda, almost makes them an arm of the government. Since they are not government agencies but private corporations, they are free to suppress. Any search for the truth, even though they control at least 90% of all available search information, Dr. Judy Mikovitz, whom I mentioned last week, as well as her book, Plague of Corruption, is a whole different subject from Dr. Erickson. Dr. Mikovitz is not an M.D., but is instead a scientist, having spent at least 20 years with the National Cancer Institute and in the foreword to her book, Robert Kennedy Jr. referred to her as one of the most accomplished scientists of this generation. Instead of being rewarded for her relentless pursuit of the truth, she has been fired by the National Cancer Institute, persecuted, arrested, jailed without a warrant, or even charges driven into bankruptcy. She has been deprived of her life's work. She was eventually accused of stealing intellectual property, From the Institute, I don't know this for sure, but I assume that the paper she wrote concerning her age research was the intellectual property she was accused of stealing. Her complaints and accusations should be investigated, not silenced. Why do the controllers of all information fear this woman so much? Why will they not allow her to publicly speak her mind so that her accusations can be investigated The accusations she makes concern the future of all humanity. So it is rather important that she at least be heard she has accused Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, the two doctors you see each day in the president's news conferences of being involved in decades of corruption, which has resulted in the deaths of millions of people and will continue to do so unless... That behavior is stopped. The essence of what she alleges is that she isolated and discovered the AIDS virus about 1981, but Dr. Fauci would not let her publish her findings and intentionally delayed release of the information until 1984 so he could obtain the patent on the treatment. Millions of people across Africa died needlessly in those two or three years. Her accusation is essentially that Dr. Fauci committed manslaughter on a mass worldwide scale for money. He did it for profit, and he is continuing the same conduct with COVID-19 rather than bring a lawsuit against her for defamation so the truth could be found in court with evidence. The tactic seems to be to resist her ability to speak publicly. When Google, YouTube takes down her videos, the message just says, This video violates community standards. If someone, especially someone of prominence, accused you of what amounts to allowing millions of people to die so that you could profit, wouldn't you at least try to do something about it if you can still find it? Watch Dr. Mikovic's video. Judge what she says for yourself. The problem seems to be that the law now allows government researchers, government researchers, working with taxpayer money to patent their discoveries so that hundreds of millions of dollars are available to them if their prescribed treatments are accepted and others are not suppre- accepted but are suppressed. The same thing is happening with COVID-19 as all treatments are suppressed until a patented vaccine is available. The accusations Dr. Mikovits makes are against a man who has directed the National Institute of Allergy and infectious diseases for 36 years through five presidential administrations. What he is tasked with doing and the responsibility that he has been given affects all of humanity. Therefore, Dr. Mikovic should be heard. Her accusations should be investigated. Is it there at least a serious conflict of interest when a person will make hundreds of millions of dollars from a vaccine or treatment, and by a strange coincidence, that is the only effective and acceptable one. Finally, folks, the system says that her accusations are not true. That's what they tell us. They're not true, and she is, quote, discredited. That's an easy term to use against someone when you control virtually all information. I don't know if what Dr. Mikovic says is true or not. I'm not scientifically or medically trained, but I find her videos, and especially her book, believable. And if correct, it would explain why humanity is suddenly so sick, it would mean that all we are going through is unnecessary. Free speech is so important. Without it, we're not and cannot be free people. So I'd submit to you that we should at least hear her. At least that's the way I see it. Until next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.